Welcome to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show, the program that shines a spotlight on positive real estate development and neighborhood revitalization in the city of brotherly love. Coming to you live from the G-Town Radio Studio on Maplewood Mall in Germantown. Here's your host, Alina DeLisser. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show. My guest today is no stranger to the show. Ken Weinstein of Philly Office Retail and Jumpstart Germantown is back here with us again. Uh, Ken is an institution here in Germantown. For those out there in our listening audience who don't know, Ken is president of Philly Office Retail, which is a company that has renovated and restored more than 300 vacant and rundown properties in Philadelphia. And he's also the creator and leader of Jumpstart Germantown, an award-winning and groundbreaking local program that provides education and funding to aspiring real estate developers here in Germantown and beyond. Good morning, Ken. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me on again. So, Ken, you have the honor of being the first two-time guest on this show. So that makes me an institution? That makes you an institution. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) I feel um, really old. (laughs) Uh, well, the show's really young, so you shouldn't feel old about that. And um, But we had to have you back on the show because Philly Office Retail and Jumpstart Germantown have got so many exciting new projects in the works. Uh, first up is the Wayne Junction Redevelopment Project. Uh, can you tell our audience what the scope of that project is that you're doing over there? And for our audience, if you can kind of give us a sense of the geographic boundaries of that of that campus. Sure. This is uh, by far the largest project that Philly Office Retail has taken on to date. Uh, Previously, our largest project was the Waldorf School, which we spent six and a half million dollars buying and restoring. Uh, Wayne Junction, at the end of the day, is going to be probably a $20 million project, and we'll be renovating 11 properties uh, before we're uh, all said and done. Um, the uh, Wayne Junction, for those people who don't know, is in Lower Germantown. It's right between Lower Germantown and Upper Nicetown. Um, so it is uh, basically Germantown Avenue, Wayne Avenue, and Berkeley Street between the two. Uh, what makes it very unique is it's adjacent to the Wayne Junction train station, which after Center City and 30th Street Station is the busiest train hub in the Philly region. Six of the 12 SEPTA regional rail lines run through Wayne Junction, which is pretty cool. Um, And SEPTA uh, recently spent $31 million uh, renovating the station, which really cleared the way to doing what we're doing today. The other unique transportation part of Wayne Junction is that two blocks uh, from Wayne Junction is the entrance to the Route 1 Expressway, uh, which easily gets you to 76 and all points around the Philly region. 
That's great. Yeah, I didn't know that about the um, how busy Wayne Junction, uh, the SEPTA rail uh, stop was there. That's that's pretty amazing. So, Ken, tell us a little bit about the mix of businesses that you're bringing to the area. Let's take a walk along Germantown Avenue, and I'll say an address, and, and you can tell me what's there or coming there soon. So let's start at 4811 Germantown Avenue. Yeah, 4811 was our first Wayne Junction project, which is already completed. It's an eight-acre campus, uh, former uh, Germantown Settlement Charter School property. Uh, They went belly up, and we were able to purchase the property uh, and spend about $3 million renovating the four buildings on the property. Um, It's now 100% occupied. There's office suites. There's an adult daycare center. There is a banquet hall. And there is a residential facility on the campus. And it, it, it was overgrown and blighted and now looks pretty wonderful. Uh, 4701 Germantown Avenue. Yeah, 4701 is, is the talk of the day because that uh, is the future site of Philly Office Retail's offices on the third floor and Jumpstart Germantown's co-working community space on the first and second floor. Uh, we're moving in to our offices June 17th, and we're so excited. And uh, my office has a wonderful view of the Ben Franklin Bridge, which is pretty amazing. That is yeah. pretty amazing. 4530 Germantown Avenue. 4530 is a 30,000-square-foot building corner of Germantown and Berkeley Street. Um, we have also finished renovating that property, and it's now the home to uh, Bargain Thrift Center, to Philadelphia Woodworking, which relocated from Kensington to the second floor, uh, Philly Bread, which recently relocated from Olney um, and is uh, slated to open up a uh, retail location in the front of their uh, wholesaling space. And then in the rear, there's a welding uh, business that's also located there. So we've been able to reuse the industrial building. And you've really brought the mixed use <laughs> to Very mixed much. use, right? Very okay. much. Uh, let's walk over to Berkeley Street, uh, 133 Berkeley. Yeah, 133 Berkeley is the future home of Wayne Junction Diner. Uh, We are still in design mode and about to apply for permits uh, there. And as most people know, the diner is already on site, brought in from Connecticut. Um, And I would expect that uh, the diner will get under construction uh, within two months, and the diner should open early next year. And you literally mean it was brought in from Connecticut? Because on Facebook, you had pictures of the... the I mean, it's actual structure. Yes, yes. Uh, diners were made to move, and they were all manufactured in North Jersey, and this one is no different. It was a 1950 Mountain View diner. Cool. Uh, 137 to 145 Berkeley Street. Actually, to go back oh, one, sure. mm-hmm. uh, 113 Berkeley is a recent uh, purchase. Uh, it was the former uh, drug rehab center um, that they vacated. Um, it's a very historic building, 1880s. Uh, like a lot of these buildings, they were all manufacturing. Uh, this was the first x-ray manufacturer in the United States and more recently was a pushpin factory, uh, which we're going to reuse in the, in the name. Uh, it's going to be called Pushpin Studios. Uh, we're going to, we're designing it right now to build 10 bi-level 
workspaces, creative workspaces, and and it's going to be a very cool design. Uh, Philadelphia Historic Commission has given us permission to uh, take down three attached additions that were put on over the years so that we can fully restore the original building from 1880. Is there anything um, potentially iconic about the, the design? Um, that kind of harkens back to the original design? We're or, still working okay. on it, but yeah, I think on the interior... Like Harbison's d- dairy with that big uh, milk bottle? <laughs> well, one thing <laughs> I would like to do, if you look closely on the west side of the building, you can still see where it says more pushpin factory. And I would love to get Mural Arts to repaint that ghost sign, which is what they call mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the exterior is going to be very much restored. We've already agreed... Uh, to do that with Historic Commission, put in uh, windows that were look like the original ones. And then the inside, we will also try to keep a lot of the original factory feel to it. And uh, so it's not fully finished inside. Um, so what what is that looking like? Uh, fall of 2020 or... Yeah, something like that. Probably middle of next year. Again, uh, my guess is we break ground in the next three months or so. And yes, that'll put us something into 2020. But it's going to be some very cool space in there. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, So uh, back over at 137 to 145 Berkeley Street? Yep. So that's partially done. Um, The front building, 4,000 square feet, is now offices for a company called Forefront. Uh, very cool space, exposed brick walls, wide open. Uh, my favorite part is they have a ping pong table in there. Okay. So, um, In the rear is uh, roughly 6,200 square feet, and that's going to become the home for Deke's Barbecue and Attic Brewing. And we've already broken ground on that. We're working on plumbing right now. Um, but it's moving along nicely, and uh, I think you'll see those businesses open sometime this fall. That's super exciting. Yes. Um, now let's head over to Wayne Avenue, um, over to 4537 Wayne Avenue with Mosaic Development Partners. Yes. So we're really excited to have Mosaic on board uh, doing another project in the area. Uh, they're taking this wonderful 40,000-square-foot uh, Galaski Lab uh, property and partnering with the original owners of Kalaski Labs, um, Alexandra and uh, John Paul. And uh, Greg and Leslie have been wonderful development partners and certainly have a following around the city. Um, It's my understanding that they've closed on their loans and uh, they have started uh, basic construction or site work. And uh, so I think they're going to be right in the mix of things. So is that going to be pure residential? Is that going to be multifamily apartment building? It's my understanding it's going to be a nice mix of residential, office, and restaurant space. Great, great. And they already have some tenants lined up. Fantastic. Is that also looking like uh, sometime in 2020? Uh, they or? would have to answer okay. that, but that's that's my assumption. Okay. That so if they're all... starting site work now, it'll be 2020, right. yes. So it's all kind of coming together. Well, thank, exactly. you, thank you for that tour, that visual yeah. tour of the area. A couple others, just to throw it sure, out there. Sure. Yeah, we have 212 Roberts, and it's shovel-ready, just waiting on financing. That's going to be 32 apartments in the Max Levy building. And then behind that, we recently were able to purchase at 4518 Wayne Avenue uh, a 50,000-square-foot lot, 
and uh, my architect has done some very exciting drawings. So if we can find a commercial tenant who uh, wants a large amount of space, that's the kind of project we could move forward with. So um, there's always esports. Have you yeah. heard about esports? Uh, I, I have, and I would love to connect with them. Yeah, I think there's a big complex going up down um, in South Philly, yes. but there's going to be room for more for more locations. And there, is, there a was a facility, and perhaps. there was a gentleman in uh, Germantown who was somehow either connected to that or was running something out of his basement, and wondering if he needs. Uh, uh, more space for what he's doing. Well, I've been talking you up, so you know. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully there'll be some some takers. Thank you. So, so Ken, you know, how long have you had your eye on this spot? Um, I mean, because this is, like you said, this is the biggest project to date that, yeah. that you've undertaken. Um, and how long has it kind of been a gleam in your eye? So we started to put together properties in 2011, 2012. Didn't realize until two, three years after that that we would need to sort of have a bigger scope of work, that this was not an area that you can do, do one piecemeal. property mm-hmm. at a time and piecemeal like we're used to. This was a project where we really needed to have a critical mass of properties uh, and work on them all at once. And that was the only way we were going to improve this neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so, Ken, you know, the Wayne Junction area is – a great location geographically for all the things that you've you've mentioned already, the proximity to SEPTA, the proximity to Route 1, proximity to Chestnut Hill, downtown. Um, but it is, you know, some developers might say that it is an unusual location for redevelopment of this scale at this moment in time, since the area hasn't yet experienced a dramatic influx of new employers or a pipeline of new residents. So, and the surrounding household income is very low. So what makes you optimistic that this project will be successful? Well, I would say that we're taking on a lot more risk than most developers would be willing to take on. And that's why I think you haven't seen other developers coming in. Mosaic Partners gets it and they do similar development to what we do. You know, they're willing to take a little more risk to improve the struggling neighborhoods that need it. Um, I think what we're looking for is businesses like Deke's Barbecue, like Attic Brewing, and some of the others that will attract local residents, but will also attract people from outside the area because of the train station. And I think we need a mix of both. Um, So we don't want uh, businesses that are based solely on people coming in from outside, you know, i.e. Fishtown originally. And I don't know that there's enough disposable income in the neighborhood to just bring in businesses that are attractive to the neighbors. I think you need both. And that's what we're putting together. And yeah, and you're bringing in a mix of, of retail and restaurant concepts that are congruent with Germantown. It's not yes. like it's, you know... Uh, a boutique kind of restaurant. And that's on purpose. Um, we are really seeking, not to mention Deke is, uh, uh, lives nearby, uh, the owners of Attic. Uh, Laura oh. and Todd are yeah, Germantown residents. Yeah. And so that's what we're looking for. And as we um, seek more tenants for the Pushpin Studios or some of the other locations, that's what we're looking for. So, folks, today we're talking with Ken Weinstein, uh, president of Philly Office Re- Retail and creator of the Jumpstart Germantown program. So, Ken, one of the key aspects of the Wayne Junction project is the historic 
district designation. Um, does that mean the entire area has this designation or just key properties? Can you talk a little bit about that? It is key properties. I believe okay. at the end of the day, the Historic Commission designated eight properties in Wayne Junction. So they uh, appropriately picked and choose uh properties that had history to it and didn't just blanket the area. But that included several of our properties. Uh, it also included uh, a couple properties we don't own, which are now protected and the owners appropriately cannot uh, knock them down without special permission. So, you know, a lot of developers or some developers would have lost interest in the project of this scope and this scale um, with a lot of historic properties involved, but you really supported that effort. Can you talk about why and um, the impact of things such as the the historic tax credit? Yeah. So um, the hist- to me, the history of the area and that this was factories for hundreds of thousands of people that uh, were based in Northwest Philly and beyond. And that story and that history needs to be preserved. It's the fabric of the community. And that if you allowed that to be taken away, it would be a very different area. I'm sure there might be more money to uh, be made because you can demolish and build way up. Um, But there's still properties that are there, uh, still lots and other things where new development can happen eventually. But I would like to see, and and it looks like it's going to happen, uh, us to keep the factory buildings that are still up intact. Um, So, uh, yes, it it was, again, a risk that we took. Uh, Certainly more expensive on some of these projects to put in the original windows and doors and, 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 and that sort of thing. But Philadelphia Historic Commission was wonderful to work with. Uh, they were reasonable um, while uh, making sure that these properties were being preserved. So going back to the windows, because I'm fascinated by historically <laughs> accurate windows. Um, so are these windows that will be custom designed and custom built or they have, what is the historical aspect of the of the windows yeah generally uh these windows are definitely all custom um they are mostly all wood we did put clad windows uh in uh the space at uh 137 berkeley street but otherwise uh like what we're doing at 113 berkeley uh the pushpin studios will be all wood windows, uh, they can cost up to $4,000 each. And that does not include installation. They're very large windows. Uh, obviously, they were originally wood, which is why Historic Commission wants us to return to that. So I know one of the things that, because um, we, we had uh, Laura Lacey in here uh, a few a few weeks ago talking about Attic Brewing. Did she bring uh, beer? She Yeah, she had beer. And we did a, a tasting. <laughs> that makes the radio show yeah. go so much faster. <laughs> we had a 10.30 a.m. tasting, which was delicious. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was talking about how great it was to work with Philly Office Retail because um, not only are you guys providing this gorgeous space, but the ability to work with your team to get it where it needs to be. So she for- just got 10% off her rent. Oh, okay. That was- <laughs> okay, you heard her. Thank you, Laura. Okay. <laughs> so can you talk a little bit about Philly Office's retail's um, uh, approach to working with commercial tenants and how you 
partner with them. Yeah, I think we're, we are very unique. We're not the only developer in town to do this, but there aren't many. Um, and we will go out on a limb uh, and help tenants with 100% fit out. And that doesn't just stop with paying for it or financing it over a period of time, but we also bring them into the design process. So in the case of Attic Brewing, uh, Laura and Todd have sat down with my in-house architect, Kyle, many times, talked through what the space should look like. So we're not dictating and they're not uh, designing in a vacuum. You know, they're, they're able to design with cost in mind. So we have helped them. And it's a continuous process. So even though we have permits now, we're still in discussions about what type of light fixtures and where should they be placed and will that be enough light. And it's an ongoing process. And we're happy to do that because it makes for a better product at the end of the day. Right. And you want you want them to be successful. It's not a matter of, well, they need to figure it out on their own. They're just going to be a commercial tenant. Yeah. And most commercial tenants don't know that side, right? Yeah, they know how know to they, don't they know. know how to brew beer and it's darn good beer. Um, but sure, they have never taken on a large construction project, so why would we ask them to do that? So, um one of the things I heard about was that you were seeking um getting business improvement district status um is that still in the works or has that already happened or does that come later yeah that that comes later um i would love to see a wayne junction bid at some point in the future i'd be happy to pay into it for street cleaning and beautification and safety um but i think all these businesses are going to need to get up and going so uh, there's a presence on the avenue, uh, on Berkeley Street, on Germantown, on Wayne, and then bring everyone together and see if it's what property owners want. But that's literally what it means. It's basically street beautification, um, security, bid, uh, stuff bid, that the community can see, right? Correct. Bids mm-hmm. can do anything. Um, there's bids that are organized around marketing. Um, but... I, I co-founded and chair the Mount Airy Business Improvement District, and our focus has been number one, street cleaning, and then number two, beautification, and number three, safety, in that order. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Ken, when you started this, uh, like I said, you know, when you, this was uh, your initial vision going back almost 10 years, um, did you, did you imagine it going the way it has no 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 i mean sometimes you start these things and see if they catch on Mm -hmm. take root uh, or not and uh we've had incredible demand from potential uh tenants i thought that would be an issue initially um but people love the idea of coming into a newly revitalized area and being a part of the revolution as we call it so one of the um one of the gems in the crown is going to be the Jumpstart co-working community, which is going to be located, uh, what was going to be the address? 4701 Germantown Avenue. So that's going to open this summer? Yeah, we're uh, uh, likely to open uh, roughly early, mid-July. And yeah, we're, Philly Office Retail, as I said, is moving in June 17th into our space. And then the first and second floor of the building uh, roughly 7,000 square feet will be this co-working community for Jumpstart Germantowners. 
So for the audience that might not be completely clear on what co-working space is, can you kind of give uh, like the textbook definition of what a co-working <laughs> space is? So co-working is this new concept that has really taken off, but particularly in the hotter areas, in uh, in Center City, in Maniunk, in, you know, uh, th- those sorts of communities. So this will be the first co-working space in Germantown. But basically what it is is providing desk and some office space to small companies, to individual entrepreneurs, so that they can come and go and have a place to base themselves, maybe get mail, maybe make copies, um, but it'll be a place for them to work. Uh, what'll be unique about this space is it's organized around Jumpstart Germantown. So most co-working spaces you know, open up as co-working spaces and have a large variety of uses and users. It could be people studying for GEDs. It could be uh, people uh, starting a tech business. So what's different about this one is we will have a focus of people in the real estate development community. So it'll be people who have gone through the Jumpstart program, people who are mentors in the program, people who are vendors uh, contractors, insurance people, mortgage brokers, wholesalers, whoever, uh, that want to rub elbows with Jumpstart Germantowners and have a real collaborative approach. So when um, a few weeks ago, when Natalie Costelny was here from Philadelphia Business Journal, she talked about co-working space. And she said that you, they, and you were getting at this, they each, they're kind of end up being almost like a fraternity. They each have a personality, a distinct vibe. And um, when Christopher Plant was here a few weeks ago talking about Kismet co-working, he has three up and running, and he said already they're very um, definitive audiences and um, personalities for each location, even though it's all the same company. Um, So, yes, definitely it's for the Jumpstart community, but clearly it's going to be open to all, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And we had the opportunity to tour Kismet a couple days ago in Maniunk, and Christopher's just um, designed this wonderful space, and uh, hopefully we've learned a few things from him. But I think people are going to be really impressed with this new Jumpstart Germantown co-working community space. Uh, it's going to be a place where you want to be. It's going to have off-street parking. It's going to have a lot of amenities. It's going to have meeting space. So we're going to do a lot of programming out of there, the training room, conference room, larger space with a projector and a screen where we can do uh, programs on a weekly basis. So um, with the co-working spaces, do you think that it's about solely creating a flexible work environment that meets the needs of mobile entrepreneurs, or is it about cultivating a work community? Yes. <laughs> I think it's both. Um, I mean, one of the unique things about Jumpstart Germantown and now uh, the other Jumpstart programs around the city is our collaborative approach. We encourage people to work together. We believe that uh, by working together, by sharing resources, by talking to each other, you can grow the pie and not just have to fight over uh, a piece of the pie. So that's what we hope to continue uh, with this co-working community. So do you think that um, co-working spaces are the rightful heirs to the freelancer's office in Starbucks? 
So the answer is, I don't know. It certainly looks like it's here to stay, but who knows? So what we do, which is typical of all of our Philly office retail projects, and also what I tell jump starters, is you should always have a plan B and a plan C. So if co-working goes away tomorrow or more likely five, 10 years from now, um, this space can evolve. be made into something else and evolve. Absolutely. It's, it's, uh, each floor is wired separately. It could become three separate tenants. Uh, uh, but yes, it could become something else when it grows up. So that brings up an interesting point. When you're developing the, uh, these commercial spaces, you really, you and your architect really kind of have to think a little bit with a longer term view. Like, okay, well, how can we make this space flexible and adaptable that we can kind of pivot. Very, very much. I mean, sometimes we take spaces and fit it out for restaurant tenants, but we'll only do that if we think it's a restaurant location long-term. Otherwise, we won't do that. Um, but sure, other spaces, we're fitting it out and we're hoping that our tenant stays forever, but uh, we have one eye on what if our tenant doesn't stay forever and what can this be made back into? Is there demand in this area for what we're producing construction-wise? And so we're always looking at that, yes. So let's go back to the, the real estate workshops that you're planning at Jumpstart uh, Coworking. Can you t- give us a little bit more of a flavor of some of the topics that will be covered? And are these will these just be kind of like a 90-minute sessions, or will they be multi-week classes? Yeah, so the thinking behind this is that during the 12 hours of the Jumpstart Germantown training program, you can only teach so much. So there's a lot of other subjects that can't be covered uh, in, in, in a mere 12 hours. So we're hoping to do that. We're calling it continuing education, but uh, we're hoping to do that in uh, Jumpstart Germantown mini training sessions, which will be held on Monday nights, probably starting in early August. And we have space that uh, holds up to 100 people in, in, in the co-working community. Um, and some of the subjects could be title insurance, preservation of houses, uh, energy efficiency, how to stage your house for sale. There are endless topics and endless people that want to speak on those topics. So we've already gotten a lot of good proposals from people, and probably starting next month, we're going to start slating them in uh, to Monday nights uh, where they can have an audience. So can can you give our audience a little bit of a flavor of what the membership pricing will be like? And is it, will people be signing a year-long commitment or is it month to month? Can you talk to us how it will work for people that want to... Uh, join the co-working community? Uh, no, we, we, you will not have to sign a long-term commitment. Um, so you could go month to month. The membership prices start at $150 a month to get basic access and be able to sit anywhere within the space. Uh, for $300 a month, you can get a dedicated desk, which is a whole lot cheaper than you know getting an office suite somewhere. Um, and then uh, we do have a couple offices at, uh, I believe, six and eight hundred dollars a month. And will people have twenty four seven access to the location, or is it strictly like a business hours sort of? No, time? we're actually looking at a way to do twenty four seven. I've actually been working on this issue with our IT person just within the last twenty four hours, and uh, I think it looks likely that we will have a system where people can come and go at at any time. Great. So, Ken, I hear congratulations are in order. Um, Jumpstart Germantown is getting an award. 
next Yay! week. Yay! Yay! If I had a soundtrack with applause, I would play it right now. Um, but can you tell us what you're um, going to get an award for next week? Well, I think you're referring to uh, the AIA Preservation Alliance Award. I forget exactly what it's called. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's for Jumpstart Germantown and the work we've done removing blight in uh, middle neighborhoods. And so it's nice to be recognized by AIA and Preservation Alliance. Um, You're being very modest. (laughs) You're being very modest because that's a big deal. Okay. (laughs) Um, Because that's like a big architectural uh, industry association, right? Yes, yes. In fact, I spoke to an AIA group uh, maybe three weeks ago um, about Jumpstart Germantown. So uh, we've definitely connected with them. They see the value in Jumpstart Germantown. And sure, it's nice to be recognized. And also, you'll be doing some public speaking next week at Philly Real Estate Week. Yes. Um, can you tell us what you have on tap? I love Philly Real Estate Week. Tell um, us about that. This is uh, a production that uh, Nicole Purvey has put together, uh, who's also hooked up with uh, Jumpstart. Uh, and and uh, more specifically, has started Jumpstart Alney. And this is her second year putting on Philly Real Estate Week. Um, and she's just done a wonderful job with it. I met her uh, last year uh, during Philly Real Estate Week, where I spoke on Wednesday night. And this year, I'll be talking, uh, I believe it's Tuesday of next week, um, at City Hall, second floor, at 12 noon and speaking uh, more about uh, how to develop a neighborhood and make it uh, better for the future. So can you do a lot of public speaking? Why do you enjoy doing it so much? <laughs> Funny you ask that because if you had asked me... you tell me you don't enjoy it. Well, if you had asked me uh, four years ago, I would have called you a liar because I hated public speaking and I wasn't good at it. And because I did so much of it uh, by teaching Jumpstart classes, um, I now enjoy it. And, and, and I've, I, you know, I've made a niche and I've, I think I've gotten good at it. And, uh, but it, it's, you know, I started uh, with 15-minute talks and they became 30-minute talks. And uh, about a month ago, I spoke for an hour and a half to a uh, dig group out in the suburbs And so it feels like the sky's the limit when you have a subject like real estate development and improving neighborhoods that you are passionate about and and know something about, it becomes easy. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I realized I was doing something wrong prior to four years ago where I started to write out speeches and now I just talk. You know, uh, my staff is... Uh, Angie Williamson, in particular, has put together wonderful PowerPoint presentations to keep me on track. But um, I love public speaking now. That's great, and and, and I and, and I've been getting getting a lot of opportunities. That's great. Uh, yeah, and it is a lot better when people are just able to kind of talk, uh, speak directly from the heart, as opposed to having prepared remarks. Uh, the audience can pick up the you know the sincerity and the passion more when people are just talking directly from the heart. Very much. So, well, folks, there you have it. We've been talking today with Ken Weinstein of Philly Office Retail and the Jumpstart Germantown program. Um, Ken, you know, if people would like to learn more about any of your projects that are in the works, where should they go? Yeah, well, they can go to uh, jumpstartgermantown.com. Training program applications always open. Our loan program, we're making loans every day. Um, So if people have interest in accessing 
uh, Jumpstart Germantown. Go to jumpstartgermantown.com. Uh, we have phillyofficeretail.com if people want more information about our projects, uh, how to uh, lease space. Uh, Juwan Ford is our director of leasing, uh, and people can uh, reach her through the website. And so, and for those of you out there listening, uh, remember you can now listen to the Jumpstart Philly Real Estate Radio Show whenever you'd like. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review. Those reviews definitely will help us grow the audience, and we'd really appreciate it. So, Ken, thanks again for being here. It was great seeing you. And thanks again, everybody, for listening. And I'll see you again next week with another interview. Bye-bye. Thank you.